Welcome to the Har Lebanon slash Torah edition of Daf Yomi class. Today's class is being given earlier than usual uh, because I will not be there tonight. Hopefully, it'll be posted right away. We are now on Daf Nun, doing Daf Nun He, and we're starting from the bottom of Nun Dalit Amubet. We're about eight lines up. Rabbi Yehuda Chalash V'itpach. Middle of the line. Rabbi Yehuda, the first word on the line is Be'asara. Rabbi Yehuda Chalash V'itpach. Rabbi Yehuda got sick and then he got better. Al-Gabed of Chana Bagdata. Rabbi from Baghdad came to visit him. V'Rabbanan. And the Rabbanan. Amri, they said to him, B'rich Rachmanad Yahavich Nalan V'lo Yahavach La'afra. Blessed is Hashem that brought you to us and didn't put you in the ground, meaning you didn't die. Amalahu, so he told them, You made me patur from saying Gomel. Now that you said this, I don't have to say Gomel. Didn't we say you have to do it in front of ten people? Here it only mentions three people coming to visit him. <coughs> Answer the Gemara, no. The case was, there were ten people there. What does it help that there were 10 people there? He didn't say anything. The other rabbi said, thank God that you didn't die. But he didn't say anything himself. Says the Gemara, no. The case was, He answered Amen. So Amen sounds like he did it, and therefore it's okay. We are now four lines on the bottom of the page. Amar of Yehuda, Yehuda says, There are three types of people who need someone to watch them so that the mazikim, the bad angels, don't attack them. And these are them, a sick person, chatan chatan, in the Mishnah they say, a sick person, a woman who just gave birth, Chatan v'kala and a chatan v'kala as well. V'yesh omrim, some say, af avel, even avel needs shemina. That's the reason why they say that if avel leaves the bet avel, she should always go with somebody. And also they say that chatan should have a shomer that day. And a kala always has to be with them that day. Now, this is the source of that halacha. Yesh omrim, af tamideh hachamim balayla. Some say, even tamideh hachamim at night. Uh, people are not mocked because they say no one's a Tamir Haham nowadays for this one. There are three things that if a person lengthens them, they'll lengthen your life. You have a long prayer. You have a long uh, meal. You spend a long time on the toilet. Ask the Gemara, the Gemara challenges, Is it good to have a long tefillah? Turn the page, uh, not turn the page, flip the page. Call Ma'arich B'tvilato, Uma'ayenba, anyone who has a long tefillah, Uma'ayenba, and he looks into it deeply, Sof Balideh Ke'evlev is going to end up with heartache, 
שנאמר, תוחלת ממשוכה ומחלת לב. אמר רבי יצחק, שלושה דברים מזכירים עבודתו של האדם, there are three things that cause in the heaven to remember all your sins, which of course we're not trying to do. ואלוהן, קירנטוי, walking past a wall that's about to fall, it's like it's showing Hashem, I have nothing to worry about, nothing's going to happen to me, that makes them open up the books. ואיון תפילה, and Uh, paying of a lot of attention to tefillah. When a person says, oh, this guy, should, Hashem should strike this guy, it's like asking Hashem to strike you. It's not a question. When you have a long tefillah and, and you expect to be answered, That's what it means, you, you look into it. It means you expect to be answered. That's a problem. The law may end by, if you have a long tefillah, but you're not expecting to be answered, you're just begging and begging, it's good. How do you do it? By asking a lot of things. The way you, you, you spend a long time is not spend a long time saying the word slowly, but to ask a lot of requests, please help me, Hashem, please focus, please help me, and please do this for me, please do that for me. By asking for all these things, you're focusing yourself that Hashem is the boss, and that's a good thing. Now says the Gemara, we said that you, it's a good for you to have a long table, meaning to stay at the table a long time. Why? Because if you do that, maybe Ani will come and you'll be able to give him some food. The Mizbeach was made out of wood and it was three amot tall. It says, It says that right afterwards, it says this is the table that's in front of Hashem. Patach Mizbeach, the Pasuk start off with talking about Mizbeach. Visiyem Shulchan, it ends with Shulchan. Make up your mind, is it Mizbeach or Shulchan you're talking about? And the rabbis answer, Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Yochan, the Amit Shabbat, they both say, When we had a Bet HaMikdash, the way we had a Kapara was through the Mizbeach, Korbanot. Ve'achshav, nowadays, Shulchano Shel Adam Mechaper Alav, a person's table is Mechaper Since they both mentioned the same pasuk, the Torah is equating them, teaching you that a mezbeach, shulchan domei mezbeach. And we're telling you, according to Rashi, that a person is supposed to invite guests. And by inviting poor people to your house, it's like bringing a korban, the Bet Mikdash. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a wonderful thing. person invites Anita's house. Crazy. We said, In the Mishnah, we said it's good to stay a long time on the toilet. Is that really a good thing? Didn't we learn? There's ten things that cause a person to have tachtoniot. One is, These are three byproducts of grapes. And, Which are, A place, different types of cuts of meat on the animal that are not smooth. Or the spine of a fish. Or you have a salted fish that's not fully cooked. If you drink dregs of wine. Or if you wipe yourself with lime. Or with charisit. Those are all the same thing. If you use to wipe yourself a rock that someone else used as well. 
ויש אומרים, אף התולה עצמו בית הכיסא. Some say if you hang out too long in the, in the bathroom. So you see that hanging out from the last one, you see that hanging out too long in the bathroom is a problem. This is talking about when a person is squatting in the bathroom. Uh, and they say that when you squat in the bathroom, you're o- too open and that's a problem. Look, Asher, Mario says, no, it's not a question. When you stay a long time squatting, that's a problem. But if you stay a long time sitting, that's okay. There was a Roman lady who told Behuda by lie. She told him that your face looks like people who have an easy job. Because... Um, People who raise pigs or people who lend money at interest are people who have easy jobs. It's either easy to do. And they're always happy. And you look like that. You must be very happy. I guess he understood that she wasn't saying it facetiously. So he tells her, I swear, we Jews, we're not allowed allowed to raise pigs and we're not allowed to lend at interest. Rather, there are 24 bathhouses, bathrooms between my house and the shul. And when I go, I check to see if I have to go by every single bathroom. And therefore, since I'm, I don't have to hold things in and I go to the bathroom, uh, that's why I look so good. I have a hard job, but I actually look good because I do go to the bathroom often. There are three things that shorten a person's life. What are those? A guy who gets an aliyah and he doesn't want to go take it, aliyah. Or, they tell you to give a kosher to make a and you say you don't want to do it. Or a guy who treats himself as if he's the boss. Says the Gemara, Sefer Torah Klot Veno Kore. How do we know that there's a problem not to read a Sefer Torah when they offer you to give to get an Aliyah? As it says in the biblical verse, Tachtiv Kihu Chayecha VeOrechamecha. It's your life, and if you if you uh, don't take the Aliyah, that means you don't want life, because it says the Torah is life. Kosher Beracha. How do we know that if you don't take Kosher Beracha Make Gratzon, it's a problem? It says, Those who bless you, I will bless. So when you make Birkat Mazon, and, and you're a guest by somebody's house, they give it to you, make Birkat Mazon, it's included that you're going to say, Birkat to bless the host. And when you bless the host, it says, Hashem will bless you. And if you don't get the blessing, so you have a shorter life. And I guess they're assuming that if you, if you bless you, I'll bless you. And if you don't want to bless you, and you bless me, bless Jews, and you're supposed to bless them, then uh, maybe the opposite will happen. Perhaps that's the reason why you get cursed. If you act like a boss, why did Yosef die before his brothers? Because he acted like a boss when he wasn't supposed to. So you see, acting like a boss also shortens your life. They asked some questions on this. Yosef didn't act like a boss. Maybe he could have acted like a boss or something like that. Not so clear. Okay. There are three things that require mercy for Hashem for them to work out okay. One of them is Melech uh, Tov, to have a good king. Shana Tov, to have a good year. Vachalom Tov, to have a good dream. Melech Tov, how do we know that Melech Tov needs 
needs um, a lot of mercy from Hashem to have them. Because it says, the heart of kings is in the hand of Hashem. So you need mercy for it to work out for you because it's in the hand of Hashem. That's how we know about good kings. Shana Tova, how do we know that you have to have a good year, you need a lot of mercy? Says the Gemara, Dechtiv, Tamid, Ene Hashem, Elokecha, Bah, Mereshit, Hashana, Vadachrit, Shana. Hashem is always looking to land from the beginning to the end of the year. So you see that you have to go to Hashem to get a good year. Chalom Tov, Dechtiv, Dachlimeni, Vehechiani. I will dream and I will live. You see, Tachlimeni should be Lashon Chalom, and therefore Hashem is the one who is giving the Chalom to you. And you need Hashem's mercy for it. Says the Gemara, There are three things that Hashem Himself publicizes them. Whenever there's a hunger, whenever there's, um, whenever there's plenty in the world, and whenever a person becomes a, a president of community. How do we know? As it says, it says when Hashem was making a ra'av in the time of Elisha, he says, don't worry, you have to go uh, live, in, live wherever you want because Hashem is making a hunger. So you see the fact that it says Hashem is making the hunger, that Hashem is the one who calls out hungers. Sova, how do you know Hashem calls out plenty to come in the world when there's the opposite of hunger, plenty? as it says, I call out to the... Hashem says, I'm going to call out to the grain and I'm going to increase it. So you see that increased grain is the purview of Hashem alone. Parnastov, a good president. Hashem called Bezalel. Bezalel was the president of the Mishkan building committee. And Hashem called out with him. So therefore we see that Hashem is the one who makes a good parnas. Now we're going to discuss a little bit about parnes. We don't make a president unless we ask the people that they want the president. This is the biblical verse. Look, Hashem called Bezalel to be the, the, the boss. Hashem told Moshe, 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 you think Bezalel is a good choice? Moshe told Hashem, Moshe says, what do you mean, Hashem? If you think he's good, well, of course he's good for me. Hashem said, still tell the Jews. He went to Amalem and he told the Jews, do you agree that Basel is good? Amalem, they had the same response. If it's good for you, it's good for Hashem. Of course, it's good for us. And that's how they took him. But you see that you have to ask people before you put a parnes on the community. Bitzalel is called Bitzalel because of his wisdom. When you told Bitzalel, make me Mishkan Aron Kelim, Halach Moshe Vafach. Moshe flipped it. He didn't tell Bitzalel what Hashem told him. He on purpose flipped it, but told him, I said, Aron Kelim Mishkan. He said, make the Aron first, and then the Kelim, and then the Mishkan. So first the furniture, and then the place where it goes into. 
First, usually a person builds a house first. Then he buys the furniture. You're saying, You say first make the own clean, then make the mishkan? You're doing it opposite. So, what did Moshe Rabbeinu tell him back? So, Moshe tells him back. Kelim, no, so Bezalel continues and he says, The Kelim Shaniyo said, Where am I going to make, if I make Aaron, where am I going to put it? I don't have, I don't have Mishkan yet. Maybe Hashem said, Do Mishkan first. Could I ask you? So, what did Moshe answer? Amalah. Were you in the shadow of God? That's how you know what Hashem told me? I did switch it. But how did you know? Were you in the shadow of God? Therefore, the name B'tzalel comes from being in the shadow of God to know what Hashem said, despite having told Moshe another version. B'tzalel knew how to string together otiot, letters, that the world was created with. It says over here by It says here that Hashem filled him up with Ruach Elokim and it says over there. Hashem You see from the Gzera Shava that Betzalel had amazing knowledge. To Ruach Elokim bechokmah to Navadat, and it says in Mishleh that Hashem bechokmah yisad aret. So therefore, we see that Betzalel was, since he used the same language, it means that Betzalel was also fluent in the actual words that it would take to build new worlds. Even though he didn't actually build new worlds, but in, he had to be fluent even in those things. Let's continue with the second part of the daf. That's where we left off last time. Hashem usually gives Chokmah, only gives Chokmah to someone who already has Chokmah. He gives wisdom to the wise. And he gives understanding to those who have understanding. heard this. And he said in front of Rabbi Abu. So he told him, You from Eretz Yisrael. You say from from there, that's your source for this this statement. I agree with the idea, but I have a different source from you. We learn from here. And my pasuk is a better pasuk than yours. Because my pasuk is straight from the Torah. In the, in the heart of Kol Chacham Lev, Hashem gave Chochmah. That's when coming building the Mishkan, we said that Hashem gave the wisdom to the Hashem gave Chokhmah to the Chacham Lev. So you see that wisdom adds to wisdom. Amar Abchasta, Kol Chalom, V'lo Tavit. Kol Chalom, V'lo Tavit. 
כה חוכמה ולא תווית. A person could see any dream. It doesn't make a difference what kind of dream a person sees. As long as he doesn't see a fist. If he sees a fist in his dream, that's a bad dream. Ravchasta also says, If you have a dream and you do not interpret the dream, it's like a letter that you're not reading. A letter that you're not reading doesn't cause any trouble. So too, uh, a dream that doesn't get interpreted does not cause trouble. So the Gemara asks, Rav Chasta also says, "Lo chelma tava mekayim kule, lo chelma bishem mekayim kule." Any dream that you have, even if it's a, a very very good dream, the whole thing doesn't get fulfilled. Some of it will, but there's always something that doesn't get fulfilled. Lo chelma bishem mekayim kule. Even a bad dream. The whole bad dream doesn't get fulfilled. Only part of it does. In a way, it's better to have a bad dream than a good dream because it causes you to do Teshuvah. A person has a bad dream, it causes you to do Teshuvah. A bad dream, since, since, it, since it, if a person really... Uh, feels it, and he gets nervous about it, that way you, you fulfilled the dream, and therefore the bad dream doesn't have to be fulfilled in you, because since you got nervous, in a way, it got fulfilled. And if you have a good dream, and you're excited about it, in a way, you also got your, your dream to come true, and therefore, it sometimes doesn't, get, doesn't happen in the rest of the dream. Uh, even if I get a good dream, and Rav Yosef is known as a blind person, still, the fact that he gets excited about it, he loses it and it doesn't work out. You might think that since he's blind, therefore he, therefore he, he's considered like he's, like he's a dead person, and a dead person um, might, maybe the dream will work anyway, but no, even Rav Yosef, uh, the happiness that he has after his dream makes it as if his dream was fulfilled, and therefore it won't happen. A bad dream is worse for a, per- worse for a person than getting malkut. Hashem made it that a person will be scared of him. This is a bad dream. Okay. It says that the Navi who's with him in Yirmiyah will, will explain his dream. Who is with him will say the truth, word, the truth. Just like you have straw with wheat. Why are we mentioning straw and wheat in a dream? Just like it's impossible to have straw without, to have wheat without straw. Just like we said before, it's impossible to have a dream without things that don't have any meaning. There's always a percentage of the dream that doesn't work out. 
Amar Berchia Chalom, Av Apishim Ekzetom Mitkayim. Even though a piece of it will will can get fulfilled, Kulon Mitkayim, it will not. The whole thing won't get fulfilled. Minalem Yosef. We see from Yosef as a dictative. It says, Vinei Hashemesh Ve'Yadeach Ve'Achad Asad Kochavim Mishtachavim Li. The Gemara only quotes the first. Hashemesh Ve'Yadeach. It says the sun and the moon. Now the sun and the moon. The sun is Yaakov. In the dream, Yosef says the sun and the moon are bowing down with, with 11 stars. The 11 stars are going to be the, the brothers. The sun and the moon is his mother and father. The Gemara says, he shot at that time, since at that time his mother had died, uh, Rachel had died when Benjamin was born. Therefore, you see that part of the dream was not fulfilled. After all, Rachel never came to bow down to him. Um... Interesting that the Gemara notes this. If those who learn Rashi know that Rashi understands that the the star in the dream, the, the sun and the moon, the moon in the dream was actually Bilha, his mother's maid servant, who was bowing down to him. But uh, some understand. So either some understand that Bilha never came; she died before they came down to Egypt, uh, and therefore the dream never really came fully came true because Bilha never came. Uh, others understand it as Rachel, like our Gemara is understanding it. Whatever. Okay, the two different Pshatim of uh, how the Mepharashim explain this Gemara, whether it really meant. Uh, it says, Ime Lohavat. Does Ime mean Rachel or does Ime mean Bilha, who was like his mother after Rachel passed away? Amar Bilavi. Le'olami sepe Adam Lahalom Tov. person should always wait for a good dream to happen. Ad esteem v'shtayim shenai could take up to twenty-two years. Minan, how do we know this? Mi Yosef from Yosef. Why? Tichtiv elatodot Yaakov Yosef in shvas deshana. It says these are the generations of Yaakov. Yosef was seventeen years old when he had the dream. Tichtiv. It says Yosef in shloshim shana b'mudol nefarah. It says Yosef when he became the king was thirty years old. So from seventeen to thirty is thirteen years. Umin Shivrase Atlatin Kamahavit Latsari from seventeen to thirty is thirteen. Shav the Shiva, you have seven days of Sovah of plenty. Seven, the dream that in Paro's dream there was after Paro's dream there were seven years of plenty. Vitarte de Kafnan, two years of famine. Haverasin Vitarti. That comes out to twenty two years, because they had uh nine Plus um, nine plus thirteen equals twenty-two, and therefore they see that twenty-two years is the max on dreams getting fulfilled. Amar Avuna, la tov en lo halom tov. A good person, they give him a bad dream, so he gets nervous, and this way he doesn't sin. La adam la for a bad person. They don't give him a bad dream. They don't want to do teshuva. And therefore, they'll give him a good dream. So sometimes a person can get a bad dream and it's really a good sign. It means he's a good person. We see from Abraita as well. David's whole life, he never had a good dream. The whole, the whole life, Ahitofel was a big, known as a famous Rasha. He never had a bad dream and he ended up getting killed. Oh yeah. Is that true? They never give a good dream to a good person? It doesn't say, Lotune, Lechara'ah. The Pasuk says, 
bad things won't happen. Doesn't it say that we pray that a person shouldn't have bad dreams and not bad thoughts? When the Pasuk says that you won't have any uh, punishment, that your wife shouldn't be a safek nida when you come in. It doesn't say nida, it's a safek nida because they're afraid of your wife's safek nida, meaning that it's not so, you're not so sure that it's asur, and at the time we just came back, they're afraid the guy might do it. Avera. So those are two things you have to worry about. But the point we want to come here for is because you see that. Uh, a person's praying that he shouldn't have bad dreams. And you're telling me that good people always get bad dreams. So the Mara says, Ela ezu lo chazile, ihu lo chazile, achrini chazile. When Rav Huna said that a person, they don't, they don't show a good dream, it doesn't mean on him. It means they don't show him a dream, but a bad dream he doesn't see because we, we, we want him not to see the dream. But other people see it, and they tell it to him. And when they tell it to him, he does teshuva. But he himself should not get the dreams. So basically what we're saying now is that a good person will not, should always have bad dreams, so he can do teshuva. But he himself shouldn't see the dreams. Other people should see it for him. Is it good if he doesn't see the dreams? A person who has seven days without dreaming, that's bad, it means he's evil. Seven nights you sleep and you, and, and you don't get remembered by Hashem with a dream, it's evil. A, a good person, he'll have a dream, but he won't remember what he saw. And therefore, since he doesn't remember it, it's, it's not like he didn't have a dream. Yes, it's good to not have a dream. It's, I mean, when we say it's good to not have a dream, it means it's good not to have a dream that you remember, but you should have dreams. Okay, says the Gemara, A person who sees a dream, and a guy, and he's very nervous about it, what should he do? Go and explain it in front of three people. He should, says, what do you mean? You should go explain, explain it. You should never try to explain the dream because a, a, a dream, we said before, a dream that you did not explain is like a letter that never get read. It doesn't cause problems. Rather, it means, doesn't, don't read it, make it, explain it. Rather, it says, make it good. How do you make it good? It says, Leti tlata Bring three guys and tell them, I saw a beautiful, good dream. And they should tell him, Hanach, these guys, Tavahu, it was good. It's going to be good. Hashem should make it good. And they should say it seven times. They should go from the Shemaya to the Havitav that should be good. It'll be good. That's what they should say. Vilemru, and they should say, Shalosh hafuchot, v'shalosh peduyot, v'shalosh lomot. After they finish, they'd say three times about switching things, three pizukim about redeeming things, and three pizukim about peace. Shalosh hafuchot, what are the three things about redeeming? One of them is, hafachta mispidam ha'holi, b'tachta sikim zenatukha. 
you, you turned my, it's a pasuk that says that you turned my eulogy to a praise. Right? Uh, you took away my sackle and you gave me, and you, and you, you gave me a happiness. And another pasuk of switching, as the smoke betulam mahol, therefore the, the unmarried girl will be happy with mahol, ubahonim, zukinim, and old and young men, yachtav together, vahafachti evlan lesason. Hashem says, I will turn their mourning into happiness. And the last pasuk is, lo ava Hashem elohecha lashmo el belam, Hashem delis de belam, vahafach et eklala de belacha. Hashem switched the klala to belacha, vahafach, vigomer, means Hashem switched curses to blessings. Shalosh Piduyot, what are the three Piduyot, the three redemption, redemption pasuk that you should say when you go to the guy to fix up your dream? Tehtiv, Pidyan B'Shalom Nafshi, Hashem will redeem in peace my soul, Mikravli, right? Uftuyeh Adonai Yishuvun Ubao Tzion Merna, that's number two. Vayom and Ha'am El Shaul Yonatan Yamut. Ha'yonatan Yamut, Asher Asai Yishua, uh, the last one is that when the when the Yisrael told Shaul that he, they would not allow the destroying of Yonatan for breaking the community fast inadvertently in the story when he tasted from the honey. Okay, says the Gemara. Shalom Shalom. What are the three Shaloms that you say? Tehtiv. That's one pasuk, famous pasuk that we say in Yeshaya. And number two, that's the And the last one. Okay. Now, here's a famous story about dreams. They were sitting together. Each one of us, everyone should tell their friends something they never heard before. One of them said, I didn't know what he saw. He should get up during Kwanim. When they spread out their hands during Kwanim. This is what they should say during the Kwanim. I am yours. My dreams are yours. I dream a dream and I don't know what it was. Whether I dreamed about myself or whether my friends dreamed about me, whether I dreamed about my friends. If they're good, make them stronger. If the dreams need curing, if I am cure them, just like Hashem cured the waters of Mana with Moshe Rabbeinu by throwing a stick in to make it the bitter water sweet. And like you cured Miriam from Matzarat, like King Chizkiyahu from his sickness. Like the waters Yericho, like Elisha who made the waters of just like you made the curse of Bilam into a blessing, also switch all my bad dreams to good dreams, and you finish it 
together with the Kohanim, the Ani Tzibura Amen. This way, the Amen that everyone answers after the Kohanim finish will go both on the Berkat Kohanim as well as your little prayer about your dreams. Ve'ilo, let's say you didn't finish together with them. You finished You finished after... You finish it after, before they finish their beracha. Meaning, if if you finished earlier, what should you do? You should say the following: And you finish that with the kohanim. Okay. That's what one rabbi said when they were sitting together to say things that no one ever heard before. So he said this special. Uh, Antidote to bad dreams that could be said by Kwanim. Patach Idach, the other one got up and said, Va'amar, Haiman da'ayelimata, a guy comes to the city, Vidachilim enabisha, he's worried about the evil eye, then quote Zikva dida dimina. He should take his thumb of his right hand, put his thumb in his left hand, Vizikva dida disvola, and he takes his left thumb, Biadimina, in his right hand. So the two thumbs are in the other hands. Fenem Rachi says the following. I am Shalomo ben Yakira. Mezerad Yosef Ka'ita. I am from the children of Yosef. That on me, the Ayin Hara doesn't have any effect. How do we know? Shneemar ben Porat Yosef. Ben Porat Aleayin. Altekre Aleayin. Elo Oleayin. I go over the eye and there's no evil eye on me. That you should say with your two thumbs stuck in the other hand. Rabbi Yossi Barchanina Amad Mehacha. He said, I'll teach you that Ayin Hara didn't work on Yosef from different Masuk, not from Ben Barat Yosef, Ben Barat Ayin, but rather from different Masuk. It says by Yosef, the Barachah that he got from his father Yaakov before Yaakov passed away, Hamalach Goel Atim Rekav Yidgul Arov, and you should fish in multitudes within the land. Yidgu. Madagim Shemayim, just like fish in the sea. They're covered with water. Also, the children of Yosef cannot be ruled by Ayin Hara. And if he's worried, he'll give himself an Ayin Hara, which could happen sometimes. He should look at the left side of his own nose. That should work. Patach Idah, the other rabbi says, Ve'aman, Ha'iman de'halish yamakama la'ligle. If a guy got sick the first day, you know, he shouldn't tell anyone about it. Ki'hechi de'lolit ramazale, in order not to mess around with his mazal, don't tell people you're sick. Mikan ve'elech ligle. After the first day, you should tell people. Why? Ki'had rabba, like the story of rabba. When he got sick, he didn't tell anyone. He told the Shamosh, tell everyone, Rabbi Halash never got sick. The one who loves me, he'll pray to Hashem for me. The son the guy who hates me, he'll be happy that I'm sick, and that'll take away the problem. It says, when your enemy falls, don't be happy. Don't be happy. Hashem, because then Hashem will see. And then Hashem won't. Hashem will take it off him. So when Hashem sees that your enemies are happy about you, 
So then he lets, being that they're doing the wrong thing, Hashem is going to make the sickness go away from you. And you and your, your friends will pray for you. So either way, it's a good thing, but don't do it the first day. Wait till, you, wait till make sure it's lasting. Okay. Shmuel, when Shmuel used to see a bad dream, what would he do? Amar, he would say, and the dreams are nonsense. Right? He would say, he would say, oh, when he had a good dream, I'll speak to a dream. So whenever he had a bad dream, he said, oh, Hashem speaks to dreams. He says, dreams are nonsense. And when they had a good dream, he said, oh, Hashem talks to the dream. And he tried to make, make it real. It says, I will speak through you. It says, the nonsense. If the dream is coming through an angel, then it's real. If it's coming through a shed, then it's nonsense. Okay, we are now towards the bottom. Sorry, I didn't announce the page. We're, this is the middle of the night over here that we're trying to make up lost ground. Uh, we are now on the bottom of Daf Nun He Amorbet, I would tell you that we are about eight lines from the bottom. No, ten lines from the bottom. First one line is Shed. Amara Bezina Barzabda, Amara Bakiva, Amara Padana, Amara Nahum, Amara Biram, Mishum Zekenechad, Manu Rabbana. All these rabbis said in the name of one rabbi who's Rabbana. They were 24 dream, dream tellers in Jerusalem. I went to all of them if they heard a dream. Each one had a different, different explanation. All the explanations worked on me. The dreams work after the, the way they're interpreted. And therefore, all the 24 interpretations happened. So therefore, you see, it goes by who you interpret. Is it a pasuk? Why does it say Neymar? It's not a pasuk. In yes, it says, it says by the son of Ashkin that he told Paro the same way he explained to us, that's how it happened. So you see from the language of the, of the statement of the son of Ashkin that the reason why it happened is because that's the way Yosef explained it. And the Pasuk says that the Sar Haofim saw, the baker saw that when the wine steward gave his dream to Yosef, that Yosef gave the right, it says that he saw that Yosef gave the right thing to him, so he told him his dream. How did he know he told him the right thing? The answer is that each one had seen the other person's interpretation that was right. And therefore the wine steward saw that the baker was going to be killed. And the baker saw that the wine steward was going to be put back in, in place. And therefore, when, when the baker saw that Yosef told the wine steward that he's going back to his place, he said, oh, I see this guy knows who he's talking about, because I know that what he saw is right. Let me find out what my dream is supposed to be. 
And others say, some of Farshim say, that that's why the baker deserved to be killed. Because if he hurt, saw such a beautiful dream for his friend and he didn't want to tell him, that means he's a jealous guy. And he deserves to be killed. Whereas the wine steward, he saw that his friend's going to be killed. That's why he didn't tell him that. Because why should he tell him such bad news? Let him enjoy the last three days of his life. Okay. We are going to end here. But it's not tomorrow. We're going to start from Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve